Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. Now, from starting off as a player in a hometown of Durban to playing for the Proteus internationally, and now as the first black female coach in a dual national role, Denisha Devna Ryan has had an amazing journey thus far, and there's no stopping her now. She has an extremely busy schedule, but this afternoon we're really glad and appreciate the fact that she's made some time to chat to us on the official drive on Lotus FM. Good afternoon, Denisha. How are you doing? Hi, Lloyd. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well, thanks. Yourself? Great. I know you're a busy bee, so thank you very much for making time for this one. No, so, it's only a pleasure. Now, firstly, Denisha, congratulations. Because, uh, uh, you know, big position, dual role. How did you feel when you were announced as the Women's Under-19 and Cricket South Africa Women's National Academy coach? Yeah, um, look, I think I was very blessed, uh, very, very privileged. Um, you know, it, it's the first position in cricket for Africa and for women's cricket, so it's making a lot of headway. Um, and yeah, I think every time I look at where, I've, like where I started and where I am now, um, those two words come to mind, and I'm very blessed to do what I do. I'm very privileged to change people's lives, make them better human beings and obviously better cricketers on the field. Um, Yeah, so look, there's a lot of challenges which I see as opportunities, but I'm really excited about it. Now, tell us where your love affair with cricket began. Can you remember how old were you and uh, what got you interested in cricket? Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely with my brothers. Uh, So I obviously played a lot of sports. Uh, If if I'm being honest, uh, I fell in love with soccer at first. Uh, so we had many tournaments. Who's your favorite um, soccer team? Uh, Manchester United. Okay, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, you were saying? Yeah, so um, uh, I think it was a World Cup at the time, and obviously there was a hype around it. And then my brothers, like, we carved out a bat because our neighbor was a carpenter. Right. So I think, yeah, I was only like six at the time, actually, when I picked up the bat. Um, and we made shift with the ball, so I think we got like a rotten potato or something, and we put like, <laughs> uh, like cellophane tape around it, and then um, slowly but surely we we actually uh, got enough money to buy a proper cricket set, and yeah, I suppose that's where the love start. I think with every South African backhand cricket. But don't you agree that although using the good equipment now obviously is essential for the modern game, the, the street cricket and using those those makeshift wickets and a potato with tape for a ball, those moments are something different, very, very enjoyable as a kid, isn't it? No, definitely. Uh, look, we still play a backyard cricket. Um, so it's, it's really nice. Obviously, thank, thankfully it's not a potato now because <laughs> I, think the older, I think the older I grew up... Uh, <laughs> Uh, obviously, um, you know, you start appreciating those things and at that time it was a potato to someone's food and, you know, we didn't think about these things. Uh, but yeah, look, I still, we still enjoy it. We still play with the slashing your ball now. Um, you know, the one hand, one bounce rule. Yeah. Out. So, uh, it's really, I still enjoy it. Um, now and then I'll still play with my cousins. So, it's really nice. Now, Denisha, as a player, what has been your personal highlight? What would you say it would be? Yeah, I think, uh, Lloyd, I think the biggest thing for me was to represent my country. I don't think there's a higher uh, higher honour than that. Um, you know, I think we were the first women's, to, women's team to play in Lords uh, in England, which was fantastic. I mean, that's just a momentous ground, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every single time I get to sing the national anthem at a World Cup, representing your country, I think, um, like I'm speaking to you now, I feel like a lot of goosebumps and, you know, it still gives me... Uh, a lot of pride, a lot of joy, which I'm really, really, um, you know, humbled for. 
Well, it gives me goosebumps as you say it as well, because one of our own, which is you, has made it thus far, and and still and still um, opening doors for people to come in behind you, and it's it's just a wow. Um, what about coaching now? How did you set your sights on coaching, and how did this whole coaching thing come about? Yes, it's a little bit of a weird one because um, my dad always said um, because remember when I first got selected for South Africa, it wasn't it wasn't professionalized. So I couldn't make a career out of it. Luckily, when I ended my career, I spent I think three years with a national contract, which was good. But my dad said, "Look, you got to study as well." Um, and I tried the whole studying route, so I did a financial degree at UKZN, um, and then I studied again. Because I I didn't want to sit in the office, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> my finally I made that decision, and then I changed into human resource management where you're still involved with people, um, and I still I don't know there was something that was just bringing me back to the cricket field. Um, look, and then I did my level three coaching certificate in 2015, and I was the first lady in KZN to achieve that. I think the eighth in South Africa. Correct. Um, and look, I think from the you know, the older that you get in life and, you know, you there's a lot of things that you experience in your life, some good, some bad. And I think each each individual strives for a purpose in life. Um, and I, you know, I can openly, heartedly say that, you know, cricket and coaching and giving back to people is my purpose. And I think that's why I, start, I just, you know, I feel like I found my purpose, I found my place uh, and I love it, eh? It's not work for me. This is this is my passion. That's your calling. That's your calling. Yeah. <laughs> now you did mention, and you are correct in saying that you are only one of eight women in South Africa to hold a level three CSA coaching certificate. How difficult was it to achieve? I mean, the the, the process uh, very quickly. I mean, was it was it was it something that came easy to you, or did you expect uh, something different? And when you got there, it was a whole different ball game. Yeah. Look, um, obviously, to qualify for the level three coaching certificate, you have to do your level one and level two first. Um, and then you have to have experience on that. So, so coaching years, you got to have a level coaching. And then I went. Um, I was the only female in my class, actually. You know, we had a we had a class of thirty coaches, and including that is the current South African analyst, Prasanna. I mean, I had Charlando Salton there. I had Kofi Deacon. So I had ex-international men players there. Um, and you know, I finished third in my class. So wow, well I, done. Yeah. So I mean, that was that was like. I, I don't think I found it difficult. It's only because I love the sport. And also, my personality is just about growing and learning. I don't think you can fail in life. Mm-hmm. You can only learn in life. Um, so I thought that, that helped me a lot in, in my success, in my coaching. Um, yeah, and then just recently, I completed a 12-week course with Gary Kirsten. Um, yeah, and then that was an 83% pass mark. Uh, and he's a World, World, World Cup winning coach for India. So... Uh, that was fantastic. Now the next step is obviously level four, which is your highest. Um, and no woman has achieved that in South Africa yet. So I'm hoping that... Well, you're rolling with the top dogs now and you're one of them too. So uh, congratulations. <laughs> How would you describe your style and approach as a coach? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, my coaching philosophy is very simple. Uh, I'm a very compassionate coach. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of coach that if you don't want it, I'm not going to push you to get it. But if you want something, maybe with 5% talent, I promise you will get there. I'm based on two things when it comes to my philosophy, is that I make better people first before I make better cricketers. So I can't expect results out of you if I don't know you as a person. Mm. So that's my first thing, is that I want to know you as a person, what you know, what ebbs you, what gets you going, uh, what you love in life, um, just that sort of thing before I want to make you into a cricketer. 
And then the second thing, which is also huge, especially in the environment that I'm going to work now, is marginal gains. And marginal gains are as simple as this, yeah. So if we train today, I just want you to be 1% better than you were yesterday. I mean, if you get to 10 and 20%, brilliant. But if we can just each session that I see or each session that we do in life, if we can get 1% better, then, that, then I consider myself successful as a coach. I have to say, I love the philosophy and you are indeed a powerful human being. Just having said what you did now, uh, that's empowerment right there. Now, Denisha, the inaugural ICC Under-19 Cricket World Cup is scheduled for Bangladesh early next year. God willing, everything will go into plan. Um, how is the training going? Oh, yeah, unfortunately, um, we just got a message from ICC that it has been cancelled. Oh, no. Yeah, so we're looking at maybe December 2021 or uh, I don't want to go this route, but then it's going to be in 2023, January, because under 19 World Cups will work every second year. Right. Um, But yeah, unfortunately, due to COVID, it's very difficult to have team trainings going on. So it is smaller groups. Um, and in, it becomes a little bit frustrating because, you know, you don't have anything to work on and you don't have a plan and structure. But thankfully, uh, Cricket South Africa just released the women provincial structures or fixtures. Um, and most of my under-19 girls are in that fixture. So that's really exciting. Now, finally, um, you know, I'm going to ask you this one because we have a lots of lots of uh, aspiring female cricket players out there tuning in right now across the country and not just across the country, but globally streaming as well worldwide. Uh, Denisha, what would you say? What would your wise words of wisdom and advice be to uh, all female aspiring cricketers tuning in right now? Yeah, I think the main thing for me is you've got to be authentic. Okay? Um, it's good to have a role model. It's good to see someone on TV and you want to play like that. But, um, you know, they wrote a different story. Their book is going to be different to your book. You've got to be authentic in what you do. And, um, you know, you've got to have open, honest conversations with yourself more than your coach and your peers. Um, Yeah, so I think the main thing for me is you've got to stay true to yourself. And it goes without saying. uh, It can be in sport. It can be in life, career, love life. There is going to be disappointment. There will be something that doesn't go your way. Uh, life is tough, but just remember you tougher. You know what? My WhatsApp here in studio has gone bonkers with the well wishes coming through for you right now. Too many to mention. One just popped out now from Asmi who says, wow, well done to Denisha. Um, I'd love her outlook on motivation in life as well. That's why you have gone so far. Uh, it's so much of love coming for you right now. People are really proud of you and your achievements. I got to ask this though. Behind the scenes, when you're not busy coaching, what does Denisha do and what do you enjoy doing? I watch cricket. (laughs) (laughs) Like eat, sleep and breathe cricket. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I think also part of my success is that uh, apart from being a student of the game, uh, I love my family so much. I love spending time with my mom, my nieces, my brothers, my sisters. So, you know, it's a small get-together. It's that braai. It's that um, eating uh, a, a biryani on a Saturday or... You know, it's just that family time that I enjoy so much. I mean, I do enjoy fishing, I enjoy cooking, but nothing gets me going as family time. I love my family. So, so what's much. your favorite food? Oh, God, there's too many to mention. It depends on the weather, because usually if it's cold, <laughs> it's more of a tap curry. 
But I'm definitely a, a proper Indian girl. Um, as much as I played international cricket, I said I'd rather work hard in the gym. But I'm definitely not leaving my my Indian heritage behind. You can't leave out the curries. You know what I'm saying? No. Yes, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Dinesha Diamnaran, thank you very much for chatting to us on Lotus FM on the official drive. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hopefully next time there'll be no COVID restrictions. We can have you in studio, and obviously our peeps can get to see you as well on our stream. But thank you very much for chatting to the country, and of course all the best, and may God bless you with all the future endeavors. It's only my pleasure. God bless you. God bless Cheers. you too. Cheers. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Yeah.